Happy, happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Today I'm going back to the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. And I'm going to go into week 22, and I'm going to speak about Monday, Writers on Writing, Tuesday, Motivation, and I'm going to also discuss uh, Wednesday writing class. That's what we're going to be doing today. It's a short show. It's not very long. Um, but I wanted to also start with the author's corner or books I recommend. Um, and I wanted to, as I said, I hope you, last time I spoke, I said to check out the books by author A.J. Brown. I hope you did that. Um, he writes very great, uh, very good books from Stitch Mile Publication, so I hope you'll check them out. For this week, uh, the books I'm recommending is by a local author and also friend. Uh, her name is Lori Fontanes, um, and her um, you can find her books. She's written several, but her newest books are called Faucets of Phantoms and The Closet. So I hope you'll give it a chance and check her books out. And she is she resides in West Virginia and you can look her up under author Lori Fontanes V F O N T A N E Z. So now we're going to begin with um the book by Amy Peters and this is the writing tip section. Then I'll end and wrap up with my author news. So I hope you all are having a great day and happy Tuesday. Monday writers on writing. She reads a quote by author Edna. Give me a second here. Ferber. The ideal view for daily writing, hour for hour, is the blank brick wall of a cold storage warehouse. Failing this, a stretch of sky will do, cloudless if possible. So that's a quote by author Edna Ferber. Let's read more on her. According to Amy Peters, this is what it says. Edna Ferber is the author of Giant, the best-selling novel set in Texas, which was later developed into the 1956 film featuring Elizabeth Taylor, Rock Hudson, and James Dean. For Ferber, writing required a virtual blank slate. In order to create, she needed to clear her work area of as many distractions as possible. There are a few places there are few places starker than the blank walls of a cold storage warehouse, and along with a shortage of visual distractions, Ferber assures that you won't be taking any car naps as you write. You'll be too cold. She also emphasized the need for a long, for a distraction-free environment, one that many established writers recommend. While you don't need to set up writing in a room-sized refrigerator, keeping the temperature a bit cooler than normal is a good device for staying alert and focused. Ferber focuses on enjoying life as a writer. She says, life can't ever defeat a writer who's in love with writing. Ferber encouraged writers to enjoy 
encourages writers to enjoy the process, to seize the moment, and feel joy in their ability to write. So that's an an extreme. I'm not saying you can't do it, but she to stay alert. She would write. Um, uh, she wanted to stay stay free of distractions, so she would write in a cold storage warehouse, so she could keep herself alert. Now, and it's true. A lot of times when we write, um, especially like for myself, um, I don't know if everyone shares this or not, uh, but touching on my own writing. Um, I can, I, I definitely need more space. The house I live in is smaller and I have th- uh, three children and I have a husband and uh, two of my children are already teenagers. I have a 13 year old, an almost 13 year old. He's 12, but he'll be 13. My 13 year old will be 14 and now my nine year old daughter. So there's three, three children and a husband. So it makes it kind of hard not to get distracted with a lot of things you have going. So what I do is on my desk, I set up, um, you know, a work area and I write and I work through my music. I have a playlist of music that I play, you know, if it goes with a story I'm trying to write or a lot of times it's just classical music. But for me, my space and my desk is where I write the best. Sometimes when I, when I'm off from work, when I'm not at school, then I work in the living room and I try to do as much as possible on my composition book because that's where I write my best work and I do my uh, outlines or, or chapter, uh, you know, that I'm trying to break down into my book in my legal pad and I just focus on those things and I'm in extreme quiet. I don't really have any music playing when I do that. But when I'm in my office, I play the music and then I, you know, I, I try to uh, just focus on the writing. If I'm doing writing and try not to get distracted by the dishes or the laundry, what I do is I wake up, I do that early so that with the afternoon it's just fo- entirely focused on writing. So it just depends on what you want to do. Uh, but, you know, the writers on writing tip today is to, is that the temperature when it's cold, of course, when it's cold outside, it's kind of hard to want to be cold. Because you want to keep the heat on. Uh, but um, she uses that tactic to help her with her writing. And of course her book was a monster of a book. And then it became a movie. So it just depends on, on what works for you. So hopefully this advice helps you. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to part two of The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Covering the book by Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational, Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. So now we're going to do Tuesday Motivation. And the quote is by author E.M. Forster. The king died and then the queen died is a story. The king died and then the queen died of grief is a plot. Okay, so let's see what he says about it, about this or motivation or what she says about that. Readers won't be drawn in in by a storyline. They will be drawn in by a strong plot. Think of it this way. The story is what happens. The plot 
details how and why it happened. Plot can be broken down into five key elements. Okay, so this is what she says in her book here. Rising action, keeping the reader involved by providing dramatic tension, climax, the moment of no return for the protagonist, or falling action, the effects the climax climax has on the book's characters, and then there's resolution. As you read for these plot elements, of course, authors use some variation. Donna, Tra- Donna Tart- Tart's best-selling The Secret History turns plot structure on its head. With the opening lines of the novel describing who committed a murder. In essence, she has opened her novel with a climax. Yet masterfully, Tart keeps the reader riveted for 600 pages. As you develop your own plot, remember your reader and the need to keep your reader engaged by developing and resolving a conflict. To paraphrase James Le Carré, the cat sat on the mat is not a plot. The cat sat on the other's other cat's mat. It's a plot. So see, see what he, what um, what she did there in the example that was given by John Le Carré. The cat sat on the mat is not a plot. The cat sat on the other cat's mat is a plot because we want to know why. The cat sitting on a mat, we don't want to investigate that. For here, it's like the cat sat on the other cat's mat it is a plot because we want to investigate why the, that other cat is doing that. So definitely. So that was Tuesday Motivation uh, using the book by author Amy Peters, the writer's devotional, the uh, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivation on writing. And we'll be back. And we'll be right back. And now we're back with. Wednesday writing class and even though it's not Wednesday we're, we're going to be doing Wednesday writing class and we're uh, this is the daily with Silstein here on Anchor welcome back happy Tuesday and now we're moving on to Wednesday writing class create a protagonist for a character driven movie movie screenplays fall into two different Camps. Character driven and plot driven. Consider two Steven Spielberg movies Schindler's List and Jaws. The first is an example of a character driven movie. One that explores the complexities of Oscar Schindler. If not 
before Schindler, there would be no movie. In contrast, Jaws is plot-driven as the movie is propelled forward by the actions and interactions of the shark and humans. For this exercise, for this exercise begin to create a main character that would act as the catalyst for a character-driven movie. It could be based on a historical person like Schindler or someone you create. Ask for the five W's, who, what, where, and when, and why of your characters. This person must be multifaceted to keep viewers engaged. So basically, uh, here, you know, he's he's going into um, creating a protagonist, the person in you know that is in the movie or your story, and focusing on the things that you uh, like. What you know? What is the two camps that a writer falls on? It says. Movie screenplays fall into two different camps, character-driven and plot-driven. He obviously mentions uh, that Oscar Schindler is character-driven because without him, there is no movie or no explanation of what happened. In contrast, Jaws is a plot-driven as the movie is propelled forward by the actions and interactions of the shark and humans. So when the shark attacks, that becomes a plot-driven movie because it's focusing on the actions of this shark and what the humans or the people that are in the story or in the they're or you know they're getting attacked when what they have to come up with. So now he's saying that we should create or begin to create a main character uh, that would act as the catalyst for a character-driven movie if it's all built on character. It is. It could be based on historical, a historical person like Schindler or someone you create. But you have to ask these questions: the who, the what, the when, the where, the when, and the why. So those are that. That's what what the uh, Amy Peters book writes in "Create a Protagonist for a Character-Driven Movie." And ne- and we're going to be trying to work on that on on the next show. Try to write your own protagonist. If you can, call in so you can share your answers. You could also write them out on Instagram if you feel like messaging me on Instagram, so I can read your DMs, your direct messages from from what you wrote. Um, and I'll share my own idea. I really hope you check it out, and uh, we can work from there. That way we can kind of discuss the different answers on that. Because uh, a lot of us are character driven when we write our stories. Some are based on the plot. The plot is what drives the story. So this is really interesting. Uh, but now uh, what I'm going to do, uh, now that we covered the book or the sections by Steve, uh, Amy Peters, author Amy Peters, uh, the writer's devotional, I'm going to do the wrap up when we come back i hope you're having a great day and happy tuesday and thank you for joining us here joining joining me here on the daily whistle stein here on anchor thank you
Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to the wrap-up here on the Daily with Silstein on Anchor. For today, we got to cover the writer's devotional, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivations on writing by author Amy Peters. We did week 22, and we did Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and we did writers on writing. Um, We spoke about the uh, author... Uh, Ferber and her unique way of staying alert to keep writing and the distractions that she keeps away. Um, And while I don't recommend that, that works for her about keeping up the cold temperature. And uh, everyone has a different way of doing the writing. So, you know, if that helped you, that's great. But um, uh, don't try this at home. Like she, okay, she gets into this warehouse to uh, do her writing, but that doesn't mean it necessarily is okay for everybody else. It's just my own two cents. Um, make, you know, whatever routine works for you in writing, work on it, get it done. Um, I, like I said, I mostly work on my desk, but when I'm not on my desk, I use the composition, composition book and pen or paper, and it's, it's good. So, um, keep that in mind. And of course, um, week 22 also, we discuss motivation. Give me a second here. Just want to recap motivation here. Hold on. And we discussed uh, what E.M. Forster says and the the different ways to draw in a storyline, uh, introduction of characters and setting, um, the rising action, keeping the reader involved by providing dramatic. Tension, climax, the moment of no return for the protagonist or a falling action, the effects of the climax, that the the climax has on the book's characters and the resolution. So here they discussed in this section, me, Peter, goes into um, what John LeCare says uh, about um, writing a story, whether it's a plot driven or character driven. And then he writes something that author John LeCare wrote. The cat sat on the mat. Not much to that. But if you say the cat sat on the other cat's mat, then it makes a difference because you're trying to investigate why this cat is sitting on all the other cat's mats. So this is something simple, but it gives an example of what of, of uh, what we discussed for the writing tips. Then, of course, we had uh, Wednesday writing class, create a protagonist for a character-driven movie. So it's like a movie screenplay, kind of like they mentioned Steven Spielberg in here. And uh, when he speaks about at, uh, Oscar Schindler and what, you know, Schindler's list was based off, it was completely character-driven because it focused on Oscar Schindler. Yes, there were other characters, but the story was about him, so it had to lead everything. Lead everything else. Unlike um, the the other example uh, that's given in the book is Jaws. Jaws is plot driven because it is about a shark that attacks a shark that attacks humans, and the humans or the people have to work together. To destroy this uh, creature that's ca- causing havoc and mayhem and and death, so it is definitely a plot driven. So 
basically those were the, the, the writing tips for today and the, the questions to always ask when you're trying to find out if it's character or plot driven is the who, the what, the when, the where, I mean, sorry, the who, sorry, sorry, I think I'm saying it wrong. The who, the what, the where, the when, and the why. And then, of course, if I'm trying to be funny, there was an episode of the Golden Girls that I saw. And it's one of my favorites when they go on that cruise. And they're trying to solve that murder mystery. And, of course, Dorothy Spornak, um, uh, played by B. Arthur, you know, she's the smarty one. And she says, you know, when they're reenacting and she's solving the crime and she solves it in the beginning, then the detective comes and says, you, you said you solved the who, the who... The, the when and the how and the and the ha and it, it just kind of added that but that was just a little humor there from mentioning the golden girls so hope you got a little chuckle at least a little one anyway um but anyway getting back to the wrap up i just want to say for author news is that i'm excited that i'm working on my uh book battered mind we should be out this year hopefully by april but more than likely it's going to be out by June or July. I'm so excited to be bringing it to you and speak more about uh, my book like I did in, in the other show. I hope you'll check it out. And books I recommend, be sure to check out author Lori Fontanez, F-O-N-T-A-N-E-Z. She has uh, the book, The Closet, and also Faucets of Phantoms. So I hope you check it out. And I really do hope you also checked out the books by author A.J. Brown from Stitch Mouth Publications. I mentioned that in the last show. And for this week, I'm recommending the books by Lori, author, local author from West Virginia, Lori Fontanes. I hope you all have a great and happy, happy Tuesday. Um, I'm hoping to do another show tomorrow and another one on Thursday uh, for the daily, if not Thursday, for sure, Friday. And bringing, bringing the show back up to the Daily Whistlestein because I hadn't done so many shows. I'm a mom. I have kids. And I'm a wife. And, you know, I have to work around everyone's schedule. And my children are all very active, thank goodness, with dance and musicals and band. So they're all very into a lot of stuff, which is great. But we have to kind of, you know, get our schedules intact and then work and a lot of other stuff. So... Uh, thank you for joining me here on the Daily with Solstein here on Anchor. This was the wrap-up of the Daily. Um, I hope you'll join me again. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the writing tips by author Amy Peters uh, that I gave today on week 22. And I hope that you all have a great and awesome day. And thank you again for joining us here on the Daily with Solstein on Anchor. Have a happy Tuesday. Be sure to download the episode. Give a review. And find out all, how you can support the podcast. And also, I have sponsorships as well. I'm trying to, to uh, promote Anchor. And I hope you take a look and a listen. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the support. Have a great one. Bye-bye. <laughs>